Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. On this week's episode, we're joined by Owen Slevin, who will tell us all about his improvisational journey. We'll play a couple games and most importantly, learn how he improved his life. Let's hit it. Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lee Evans, and tonight I am joined by the incredibly talented fan of many sports, wettest man in America, <laughs> Owen Slevin. Owen, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. This is uh, exciting. It is. It is very exciting. Now, Owen, why are you the wettest man in America? <laughs> it is um, uh, uh, still raining it's here still in, raining. in Los Angeles. I thought maybe we had gotten... You know, gotten through all of it, but I know. Uh, today I, I woke up and chose the wrong, the wrong <laughs> outfit, and now I'm I'm pretty wet. So, pretty wet, yeah, pretty wet. So Owen is wet right now um, because those of us who live in Los Angeles at this time are are in a crisis. You know, sure, other parts of the country are getting snowed in. You know, there's a nor'easter on the on the east coast, but us here, we're dealing with rain, inches, inches, inches of rain. Yeah. Um, uh, Biblical amounts of rain. Biblical amounts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know anyone who's building a boat right now? Uh, I, I don't. Okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't either, but I, I feel like we should maybe find someone just in case. Yes. No, yeah. I, I did see uh, uh, videos of like the current river. It's like, it, oh, it's, it's yeah. insane right at the moment. Oh yeah. man. It, crazier than the LA river? Uh, no, no, oh, nothing's good, crazy. Good, good, good. I don't know. I was on the freeway today and I'll, it felt like a river <laughs> in a couple spots. That one, that one ten. Oh man. Yeah. It's a little dicey. The 110 10 interchange will never not be insane. Yeah, that's I work like right around that area or I go through there a lot. <sighs> I hate it. No, yeah, coming down uh I think it's 101 and then getting mm-hmm. on there and then mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh, I have to get over nine lanes yes. to get to where." And then yeah, just yeah. And then Madness. and then there's a secret way through like the exit on the right where you can get back onto right. the 10. Yeah, it's a shortcut. Yeah. yeah. It, sort Sort of sure. Kind of yeah. I've, I've seen like a sign posted on the internet and it's like, or like there's a meme of it. I know because people are like, Oh, I don't know what to do. Cause it's all the like sixth street, ninth street. And yeah, it's like it's, all the streets. Yeah. I've been here 13 or 14 years and mm. I'm still, you know, mm. white knuckling through that. Well, if you don't know it now, it's, <laughs> it's probably too late. I'm sorry. Probably. I just avoid it altogether. I haven't lived um, on the East side. I've only lived in the uh, valley and on the west side. Okay, I've lived exclusively on the east side, so that's <laughs> yeah. that's a frequent part of my life. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, Owen. Uh, so before uh, we jump into things, what's your relationship to IFTP Improv for the People? How long you been involved? When did you start taking classes? Uh, I think it was um, uh, late 2019, uh, because obviously there's a big milestone um, right after. 2019. Not familiar. Um, That changed a lot. Um, But yeah, I think it was around then because I moved to the neighborhood um, that, that I have to, that the theater is located in Mm. and I was looking just for something. And uh, um, I was, you know, specifically looking for improv and there it was, you know, five minutes from my house. So I thought, Oh, okay, sweet. Um, And yeah, uh, I started in 2019 and, um, and then stuck with it through 2020 in its various forms, mm. whatever, whatever it was, um, on zoom, um, which was never as good, but yeah. I, I was living alone in an unfurnished apartment. Oh. <laughs> so I was desperate for anything. Uh, but, uh, it was, 
it, you know, um, it is, it was what it was. And I, I kept, yeah. it, you know, kept going with it because I, I just thought it would be healthy for me. And uh, I'm glad I did because uh, I'm still going and, um, been almost exclusively Wednesday class. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. But, my uh, bias. Yeah, no, yeah. Very biased. But, um, yeah. but I, uh, I, I have had other, te- other teachers, just not you or Liam yet. Mm. Mm. Um, I don't think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm, no, nah, I don't think so. I mean, yeah. Liam just joined our faculty. Liam Clancy, guest on uh, episode two of the podcast. Uh, so I think, yeah, most people have not had his class yet, but I bet they will. Yeah. Their time will come. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I, I, by listening to his episode, it was like, oh, yes, there's more than one book about improv. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I thought I've, I felt like I've read a few, and then I spoke with Liam, and I was like, okay, I've read like six, yeah. <laughs> and he's read all of them and could recall them. You know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. He's. I hope he writes his own. Honestly, yeah. maybe maybe when he's older, yeah, yeah, he'll get there. Okay, I have to ask. Not okay. Unfurnished apartment. How unfurnished are we talking? Oh man, it was like a, a very very unfurnished. <laughs> I uh, I was living in a in a studio, mm. um, which I was. It's easy to furnish. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I moved out into a one bedroom in Culver, um, and so I had the I had the bed and mm. I had. Um, like a TV and a, and a um, TV stand Yep. Um, and a small desk. But beyond that, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I had like a chair. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a minimalist. Yeah, I was a minimalist. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I can respect so, that lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, eventually I got stuff. But yeah. Like, but there was, and, but like I moved in there, you know, late 2019 mm-hmm. I, it was at the same time. Yeah. So when the, when it all came down, I was like, well, what's the point of like, I'm yeah. not going to entertain anybody. Yeah. Uh, so um, I didn't really buy a whole lot. Uh, yeah. I mean, why bother? Yeah. If you were content and yeah, I was does fine. it really matter? I, yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, I have a good seat, you know, <laughs> <laughs> a good seat, uh, have a desk. Uh, yeah. I guess it's not necessarily like, you know, feng shui, uh, uh, you know, uh, principles to, to like have such a single serving apartment, but yeah. I found my wife, so I, you know, there you go. It worked you're, out. I think you're doing you're doing well. You're doing well. So who's to say? Maybe less is more. People, less yeah. is more. I'm when I go home, I'm going to talk to my wife and say like, "Hey, just everything gone. Yeah, gone. Look, one that, chair. That dresser of yours with all your clothes, gone. Gotta, gotta go. Gone. Closet, <laughs> nope. Close it up. Seal it. We don't need it. Car, TV, gotta go. Done. Dog, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Sorry, Claire. That's the dog. Uh, all right, Owen. Uh, before uh, we get into our interview, we got to play some three things because the people need to learn more about you. Love it. Um, so I've done some research. I've scoured the World Wide Web <laughs> and, uh, you know, thought of some different categories related to you that uh, we're going to talk through. So any questions before we play some three things? Uh, what are you going to say? Oh, you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the game. All right, so three things, but it's personal. Okay. Here we go. These are three things. Uh, things you do to procrastinate. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, go on Reddit. One. Nice. <laughs> uh, just go on ESPN. Two. Uh, uh, pace. Three. These are... Mm, I don't say that yet. Uh, next category. <laughs> types of hats. Uh, ooh. Uh, sombrero. One. Baseball. Two. Uh, pork pie. Three. Nice. I don't know what that is. Uh, lastly, athletes that have played for Baltimore sports teams. Oh, yes. Uh, we'll go with the legends. Uh, Cal Ripken. One. Um, we'll go with Ray Lewis. Two. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go with... 
I think I think we'll go with Ed Reed. Three. These are three yeah. things. Ooh, <laughs> all right. I like I like that Ed Reed choice there. All right. Uh, so bringing it back around. Uh, procrastinate. Um, I didn't pick this for any particular reason. <laughs> I just figured. I know you've. Uh, You've worked in production. You've done editing as part of your career. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, you probably procrastinate sometimes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so that's why I asked. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, uh, most of my experience has been in post, but mm. um, I have been on set. And if you're on set, a um, good way to, to procrastinate is to just sit by Crafty. Yeah. Get um, some snacks. Get some snacks. Mm-hmm. Chat up. Uh, whoever's there. Um, and then... Uh, yeah. Otherwise, it's you know a lot of the the typical uh, culprits. Yeah. Are yeah. just looking at stuff. That yeah. You go on Reddit. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, I don't know where's going with that, but um, you know, it's hard to it's hard to I'm sure as you know editing, um, it's hard to sit with the same and you'll do this with my voice at this very sentence mm. over and over again. <laughs> Hearing me in your sleep. I'm going to hear it in four days. In four days, I'm going to be sitting there at my desk. Yeah, like, hey, wait like, a and cut, and that's got to go. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah, so you do you do need to kind of like shake it off and, and go pace for a second and maybe look out a window and yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. Now, this is a totally off-topic question, but I just thought of it. Do you think like now, like with technology and just the different things we have access to, procrastinating is better than it used to be? Uh yeah, you can be a really effective procrastinator. Yeah. Like you can really go down like I I think I'm trying to think of like a specific example, but I think I was just reading one email um and I was like I'll just, you know, I'm just going to clear up my my personal email box. This is like mm-hmm. my way of procrastinating yeah. that I didn't list. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm going to catch up, get organized a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. read, you know, the, um, the the New York Times like today. Yeah, of piece, course. Whatever it is. Well, you got to know what's going on. Yeah. And then uh, I, I saw something that, that caught my eye and I was like, well, what is that? And then all of a sudden I was on the, um, the Wikipedia page for New Albany, Ohio. Ohio. Ah. Yeah. Um, learning about that. And yeah. that, you know, so that's, that is a, um, Something I didn't, uh, you could call it learning, you know, instead yeah. of procrastinating. We're educating. <laughs> yeah. Procrastication? No, yeah. I don't know. There's got to be a word for that. There, sh- there should be, because I will say that there are times where um, uh, procrastination has led to, uh, you know, if you, I, I think if you work in a creative field, you end up just like stumbling upon something that all of a sudden will connect certain ideas. Yeah. And uh, even if not, probably not a creative field, like it doesn't matter. Like it just, you just stumble upon something and you go, Oh my God, wow. Um, that connects with this and that generates this new idea. Mm. So maybe you're not procrastinating. Yeah. There you go. Maybe no. you're just multitasking yeah, maybe, always. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. always. Right. yeah. I, I agree. I think yeah, it's gotten better. It's yeah. gotten better. I mean, just that example alone, I'm like, yeah, we have things that didn't, that didn't always exist. You know, yeah. I did have a, a fidget spinner for a while and that, Ooh. and that, um, you know, it's like a device made for procrastinating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was fun, but I, I didn't stick with it. Yeah. I don't know. For whatever reason, it, it has to be something not meant for that. For me, I do, mm. I do like, I, I'll, I'll mess with a pen or I mess with mm. a paperclip. Oh yeah. I do that sometimes. A, a really good one. If, if you want a suggestion. Oh, I'm open. <laughs> is the uh, staple remover. Oh, you know, those yeah, things. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. like a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you bite your hand with it or mm. you, or you, just, you know, you know, you just, just attack some paper. Pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I'm at work tomorrow when I'm sitting at my desk, I'm going to poke around the office, see if I can find a staple remember. Yeah. I'm sure we have one. Oh, you'll have a ball. This is a, oh man, that next Zoom meeting, it's going to be killer. Yeah. Uh, 
All right. Thank you for that suggestion. All right. Moving on to our next category, Owen. Uh, types of hats. Now, I would describe you as a hat guy. Do you find that accurate? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm glad I wear my hat. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, you know, Owen wears a lot of great hats, so I'm going to make him list types of hats. Oh, well, that's awesome. Just, I, uh, I, yeah. Cool. I didn't know that that is a... I, I just thought of it, you know? <laughs> well, cool. and I was looking at some photos. I saw some Instagram photos. You were wearing some, a uh, very large cowboy hat. Yep. I believe, yep. um, maybe a beanie in one photo. You might've been yep. hiking or doing something outdoorsy. And then you're wearing, uh, what is that? LAFC hat right now. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I guess I just, I like the feeling of a hat. Yeah. Um, and then I also like the idea of being able to kind of rep something. Yeah, absolutely. Sports uh, teams. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, without it's, it's a little less loud than, than a shirt or a yeah. jacket. Yeah. Um, and a little more versatile. Yeah. You know? Um, and then I also just like the way this is weird, but, um, the way this kind of hat, because it has this, uh, you know, kind of form here, uh, w- the way it makes my head look. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It adds like a good shape. Yeah. 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 Now, if you're ever about to go into a serious moment, do you ever take your hat and then turn it backwards and then like do something really awesome? All the time. Okay, good. good, good. That's, that's what I was hoping. To yeah. Hear. Especially when I'm like about to do a kickflip. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. of like, you ever see Pokemon? Uh, yeah, of course. Okay. You know, yeah. like Ash, he turns his yeah. hat around before he catches any Pokemons. Like, I think more people should do that. If you're wearing a hat, you have a responsibility. Yeah. If you're about to do something awesome. To punctuate. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, look out. Yeah. And plus, so. everyone else can know, and then they can be like, oh, oh we got to watch what's oh. happening over here. Yeah, quiet down. Pay yeah. attention. Like, imagine you're at a restaurant, you turn your hat backwards, and then you're like, I'm going to eat all this soup right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you just... The chowder, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it all comes back to chowder, Owen. Shout out to chowder man. The chowder man. The chowder man. <sighs> I haven't had a good chowder in a minute here. I'm going to have to work on that it's this week. It's a good week. day for it. <sighs> it is. I ate chicken salad for dinner, though, so that's a... Uh, that's on me. Yeah. But, uh, it really is. What can you do? <laughs> All right. So our final category, uh, athletes that have played on Baltimore sports teams. Why Baltimore sports teams? Why did I ask you about that? Uh, so Baltimore is where I'm from. Ah, um, Baltimore MD. Yeah. Um, and growing up, um, the Orioles were just huge, mm. especially Cal Ripken, uh, who, you know, was just this huge, positive, very clean cut sports hero. Yeah, um, that had this one record that everyone still believes is unbeatable, um, the consecutive games record, uh, and the Orioles were were, were quite good, um, and yeah, it was so that you know they're they're coming back. I think the Orioles are coming back, um, but that yeah, that it was just a uh, a magical team to be supportive of, and then the Ravens came to town. Yeah, um, when 96, I was right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in 96 and uh, you know, I, it was like a new, it was weird cause it wasn't something we all grew up with, but yeah. all of our parents generation um, gr- uh, grew up with the Colts mm-hmm. and they yeah, had left town Colts. and it was really painful. Uh, I never, I had never, you know, supported them or knew them really as, as a team. I just knew that Johnny Unitas was this like Baltimore icon that was still in Baltimore and, you know, uh, still kind of repped Baltimore sports um, so, and it's like, it's a town that loves its, yeah, its sports loves its teams. Yeah. Um, and so, and then the Ravens, uh, were found success really early. Yeah. Uh, and then again, uh, about 10 years ago, yeah. uh, Joe and, Flacco. Yeah. 
Oh, Flacco. Yeah. Flacco, baby, <laughs> as they say. Um, and, uh, you know, Ray, Ray is a, uh, a complicated uh, player. Yes, he is. Uh, but he was really fucking excited. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he was so good. I, yeah, I remember watching him. I was just being like, he stressed me out, man. Him yeah. and Ed Reed both. Ed, Ed Reed may be, maybe yeah. even more exciting. I mean, yeah. I, 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 not to make this into like a, a sport. A sp- a sports debate podcast, uh-huh. <laughs> but like I'm, he was awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, just mind blowing. Like he was always at, in the right spot at the right time. Mm-hmm. Anytime he made, uh, a interception, it was like a clean pick. Yeah. It wasn't like a contested ball. He just knew where it was going to be and just whoosh, like got it and was already in stride. Mm. Uh, and then he, he also did like some kind of foolish, like uh, almost showboaty, <laughs> Type of stuff, well, act really showboaty type of stuff that did get him into some trouble sometimes. But mm. that's just who he was. He just was like kind of uh, ahead of everybody else, yeah. and so he was bored and decided to do some showboaty <laughs> things. But and it, and at times it cost the Ravens some games. But yeah. Um, anyway, I could go on about them. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> All right, one more question about yeah. uh, Baltimore sports. I I only really know football, so I'm just going to keep it football. Do you yeah. have a uh, favorite current Baltimore Ravens player? Yeah, uh, I mean Lamar, but you know, Uh-oh. it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's hard. So let's maybe say besides Lamar, um, you know Roquan. Yeah, just got him from yeah, the Bears. He's been great. Year, yeah. Um, and then uh, Andrews is you know oh like yeah a super he's tough, so good. good player. Yeah. Um, I'm supposed to pick one, I guess, but. I mean, those are Gus and JK Smith. are pretty, yeah. pretty great. Fun little backfield. Yeah. Going there. They are when they're not injured. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's really it's painful. Yeah. But you know, how can you not like Lamar? He's I mean, so yeah. cool. no, I think Lamar's great. I just, I don't know what's going to happen here with this, uh, this contract situation. It's a, um, it's, it's painful. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Fans. We were even talking about it today at my office. Cause like yeah. it's now transcended just local sports news. Oh it's yeah. Like, it's Everybody's now, talking about it. Yeah, it was, it's league wide. Yeah, um, and it's more. It's like more about, um, you know, players wanting guaranteed contracts than mm-hmm. it is about just him and the Ravens. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's a part of a bigger conversation, yeah. I think. Uh, <sighs> so, <laughs> I hope I hope they keep him, but I, yeah, I think I've, no, I think course. I've like started to make peace with the idea that he might he might not stick around. Yeah, yeah. Get some draft Which picks at least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it would be sad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Marlon Humphrey and 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 Marcus Peters and, and yeah, I think yeah. Kyle Hamilton's going to turn into a good player. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. but yeah, defense. Oh yeah. man, right. who's your team? I don't even know. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Ooh, right. Well, San Diego Chargers. But yeah. um, oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. yeah I, I, I grew up down there, so you know, part of the when they were yeah, <sighs> talented team. team. Sure, every year. <laughs> yeah, a lot of talent. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, a lot of other issues. And that Jaguars game. Ugh. I I <laughs> kind of, after that game, I just stopped really paying attention to football for like three weeks because I was like, that's, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't, no, I, I, don't, I don't think it gets worse than that. Yeah, it was, I've seen a lot of bad losses yeah. as a fan of that team. And I, that might be the worst. There was another playoff loss to the Patriots back in, uh, gosh, that was the 06, 07 season. Uh, yeah. And that's up there because that was like LaDainian Tomlinson yeah, MVP yeah. year. And 
But this one just because it was the Jaguars. Yeah, <laughs> like right. that one was to the Patriots, and it's like it's the Patriots, yeah, you know. Right, right. But the Jaguars, like, I mean, they're definitely better. But it's just like the Jaguars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you had the, le- you know, you had yeah, yeah, the twenty-seven lead. point lead, and oh no, oh no, don't make yeah. me, yeah, don't that's, make me think that's rough. But I mean, yeah. that's that's the game. That's football. All right. So uh, maybe we should make a separate episode just talking about sports. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I'm like all football. I have limited knowledge of other sports besides, like, I know who the Orioles are. You know? Yeah. And uh, things like that. But, you know who yeah. Cal Ripken is. I do. I do yeah. know who Cal Ripken is. You know, there's a few. There's a yeah. few. Yeah. And uh, there's four bases, from what I understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Owen, we're here tonight to talk about improv. Indeed. And I want to learn about your journey, your story. So when do you think it's the first time in your life that you heard of or learned about or, you know, when was improv first introduced to you? Um, so, I, you know, as a, as a listener, mm. uh, for a long-time listener, first-time guest, uh-huh. uh, I, uh, I've obviously heard, you know, most people say, um, whose line is it anyway? And, yeah. and that is certainly a... Uh, one that that really kind of uh, added a lot of dimension to what my understanding of improv was, mm-hmm. um, and I cu- I couldn't tell you if like I think this I think this other introduction came before, but maybe it was after, so I don't know. But uh, so besides uh, you know coming home from school and watching that show, which was huge, yeah. Um, uh, there was also uh, my grandmother who um, uh, was an actress and uh, taught. Uh, drama hmm. um, at a local university in Baltimore. Um, uh, shout out Towson Tigers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she taught. She taught um, Charles Dutton. I don't know if you uh, that name rings a bell. He was in uh, Rudy. Okay, uh, I like Rudy. Yeah, he was the the like the groundskeeper guy. Okay. There's a gif of him where he's like clapping. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, he was also an alien three anyway. Uh, <laughs> she taught him. And then she was also on an episode of homicide life in the streets. Ah. Um, she played um, like a, a, an old flame of a victim. Uh, anyway, Spicy. Yeah. Her name was, her name was, um, well, her name, her name is uh, Winifred. Winifred. Um, but weird story. Uh, her, my, my grandfather, her husband uh, decided to just call her by her middle name. Like, you know, 1950s man, I guess, just decided you're going to be Joan now. Um, So she went by Joan for a while. And then as she became my grandma, like she needed to pick a grandma name and didn't want to be grandma or Grammy or anything like that. Uh, And she just loved the name uh, Gabrielle. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So she just went by Gabby. She was like, (laughs) you're going to call me Gabby. So um, Gabby uh, knew all this you know, world of drama and theater and introduced me to a lot of it. And yeah. I, I kind of recall her always pointing out someone like um, Robin Williams. Oh yeah. Uh, and saying, you know, explaining to me that like, he is not using a script. He is improvising. Hmm. Um, he is just kind of going off of what's in his head. Uh, and, and that always fascinated me because yeah. obviously, you know, that guy is, just so dynamic and, and captivating that you're like, wow, he's just making it up. And so when she explained that to me, it was, it was a, um, you know, it, it always stuck with me. And Mm -hmm. then, and then Mm -hmm. I saw, uh, who's line and, and that kind of 
uh, you know, again, added so much more structure to it. Yes. Um, yeah, gave context. To yeah. Everything. Yeah. And I think at around the same time, uh, like in middle school, uh, I had a teacher named Miss, Miss Bernstein, shout out. Yeah. Uh, she, she had us play. Uh, she was also, she was our English kind of teacher, but uh, had a strong drama background as well. Mm. And had us play improv game, improv games. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, so some of them were like warm up y, and then some of them, yeah. one of them, which we played a lot, um, was uh, uh, Park Bench. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. uh, did, that does it actually ring a bell for you? Because I was curious. Yeah, about I think it, yeah. I've heard it as Park Bench of Truth. Oh, uh, okay. There might be a different version of it, but I think I've played something similar. But yeah, I mean, it was yeah. it was like really you know basic. One person just is already on the bench, and another person enters and just they have a conversation uh, and and for our purposes in that class it was like just just shake off the nerves enough mm. so you can have like a scene and establish a relationship yeah. about what's going on yeah. between you two um, and and I have, I have a twin brother I should say oh. because uh, that that revelation that our grandmother gave us gave us like more ammunition to just goof off with each other <laughs> yeah. Um and use our imaginations to improvise, you know? Mm. Um, we played in our game, like, we, we, we would play games. So we would one-up each other, and we would yeah. uh, create characters for each other to play and, and then see where a scene would take us. Mm. He created a, a character named uh, Ralph Convair. Um, <laughs> That's a great he's name. He's, like, a world-renowned hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sold. I'm sold. Okay, give me the screenplay, and, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, so, and, like, he was, you know, um, like, like cool. eight, eight years old, nine years old, and he'd, mm. like, walk around to um, my sister or to my mom or to our aunts and, like, play with their hair and be like, this is trash, you know, <laughs> like, it's all French. This is, this is a great character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, my character wasn't as cool <laughs> that's my, okay mine was called uh my character was called fascinating man fascinating man okay. yeah and i it was love just it generally just you know a superhero that was just super fascinating mm. yeah just had a lot of you know intrigue and um he's well read and well traveled <laughs> that's good that's it's good to be cultured you know yeah. expand your horizons yeah did the fascinating man ever hang out with ralph conveyor uh, yeah. Yes. Um, wow. Uh, on on a trip that our family did in the back. Mm. Oh seat, yeah. We as you should certainly yeah. had a lot of conversation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and we yeah we play a lot of different games that uh, uh, were both like structured in school and those kind of settings that we that we found. Yeah. Um, and and then just on our own. Mm. Um, and then in in high school there was a improv team uh, or club, I guess you, you, it yeah. would be more accurate description. The, and we would meet uh, sometimes. Uh, it's, I, I can only remember actually like a, a few, a handful of times where we would actually get together to meet. Cause I guess it just wasn't, it wasn't like a, a full on credit, you know, mm. like a, yeah. a class that, that meant something to the school. Um, it was like, if there's time you can, have yeah. a club and, yeah. and maybe if you find some space and then maybe if you want to do a show <laughs> Jeez. and there is someone will allow you to do it. And so I remember doing yeah. one show. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the show is, was bad. Oh, uh, I don't believe that. <laughs> but it was great. Uh, it was, you know, um, we just, we didn't, we didn't practice all that often and, mm. you know, but um, yeah, we, I mean, we still had, we still had fun. That's what mattered. 
Yeah. You know? that, yeah. I think especially in high school, like yeah, if yeah. you're not having fun doing it, then. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Okay. So you, I mean, yeah, your exposure to both like theater arts, performance, comedy, and then improv started from a pretty young age because of Gabby. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Robin Williams, like forget whose line. No offense to those guys, but uh, I'm a Robin Williams. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Especially I mean, like 80s, 90s, the movies, the shows, you know, like every, all the stand up specials, and going back to the 70s too. Like, yeah. It's just influential. I mean, for sure. Yeah. I, for him, him, and then like, I think my mom took notice of what Patrick and I were interested in. And, mm. um, and, uh, and then said, you guys might like this. And, and then introduced, introduced us to uh, Monty Python. Oh uh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, yep. Yeah. You're, You're like, like, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we love this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all the sketches, the movies, there's so much there to go yeah. through as well. Yeah. And my dad like could not get over the fact that they would just use coconuts in the Holy Grail. Just, oh yeah. It's one of the best so bits. Just couldn't yeah. like that is something that will continue to make him laugh forever. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, yeah, that, that all became, you know, big, you know, interest in my life mm. um, beyond, you know, the, our sports teams and other stuff. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I remember my, uh, my grandmother took us to see Chorus Line. Mm. Um, I, I, I don't know if that's really related to comedy specific. I mean, it's a, it's a Sondheim musical. Yeah, it's yeah. related to everything. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I bring it up just cause like she, even when we were probably a little too young to see that, um, <laughs> was, was trying, trying to like get us out there and see some stuff. Yeah. And, and when, when the song tits and ass came on, mm. uh, she literally wanted to die. <laughs> she was like, she, oh. yeah. I forgot about this uh, one. Yeah. Uh, you are eight years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my dad, yeah. Our, our parents took us to see, um, Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, uh, wow. When, when he came to Baltimore. Oh my gosh. Um, and we saw David Brenner. Mm. Um, wow. Who's a little lesser mm. known, but like pretty influential guy. And then, um, we also saw George Carlin. Wow. Uh, before he passed. Yeah. He was rather vulgar. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, just, I guess comedy in general. And then, and then improv was also like yeah. a very big part of that. I mean, it's all connected, right? Yeah. I mean, even musical theater, right? Actors are yeah, making yeah. choices in the moment, you know, in a scene, trying to keep things fresh. Like there's, there's improv in there as yeah. well. Yeah. Okay. Tangent. But, um, can you give me your best, like, what's the deal? Uh, Jerry Seinfeld joke. Like what <laughs> oh, would you God. do? Yeah. Um, let me think about this. What, <laughs> what, what's been really grinding my gears? Yeah. What's grinding your gears? Um, you know, what's the deal with turn signals? Okay. There's, yeah. There's only one. <laughs> there's only one indication that you can make is that you're, you're, you're either going to go this way or you're going to go that way. They don't, they don't tell you when you're going to do a U-turn. Mm. And that's pretty surprising. You know, if you're sitting and, and you're waiting, you're like, well, that was enough time. And that guy's like, no, that's because he's waiting for a really clear, you know? And then it's also just, anyway, there's no punchline here. Just like they should make turn signals that have a U-turn indicator. <laughs> yeah. That would be Thank what, you. what uh, I think maybe Kramer would like put that on his car. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right? And then, Jack, uh, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, I, I guess George would maybe would, would like get into a, a car chase. Oh maybe. yeah. Um, or he would, he would be maybe chasing somebody. Mm -hmm. And then 
Uh, I don't know. Maybe Elaine would be uh, dating a cop. Yes. Uh, and Jerry would be performing at like a retired cops. Oh, yes. Uh, it would all thing. come together. Yeah. yeah. It's I guess like, maybe. it's like Elaine is maybe she's in the squad car with the cop. Like they're on like a lunch date or something and they see George go by yeah. and then they start chasing him. <laughs> she's like, Oh, you got to get that guy. And it's like, yeah, maybe Patrick Warburton's character, you know, he comes back as a cop or like, it's <laughs> <laughs> so like that. He switches from mechanics to right. Well, he, well, yeah. He plays a cop on family guy. Right. So, Oh there you go. yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's already, it's already there. It's already there. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. Seinfeld uh, season, uh, gosh, I don't know, 10? Yeah. Yeah. You've already written the uh, first episode. Thank you. Thank you, Owen. I heard there was like an Larry David, get Owen on the phone. Yeah. Or it could be a Curb episode, maybe. Oh, yeah. I'd watch a Curb episode of that, too. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Let me put you on the spot. What's your... Okay. What grinds your gears? Uh, What's the deal with uh, paint on cars? My car's paint is always chipping. And, uh, you know, people tell me I can't put whatever paint I want on there. I don't understand that. Paint's paint. You know, it smells good. But you got to be careful with it. Why can't I put it on my car? Yeah. You know, spray paint. Uh, watercolor paint. <laughs> you should watercolor uh, paint. Nail polish paint. Why does it matter? Why can't we just have one type of paint for all the different things? Right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's my right. episode. Yeah. And yeah. then it's just like a, a freeze frame of like Michelangelo being like, Ooh. he's like, what, what type of thing? I'm I there. Guess. I'm there. That's all I get. Yep. Yeah. And he paints the whole Sistine yeah, Chapel yeah. with it. <laughs> See, there you go. We got a, that's two episodes already kind of, we had the beats. Yeah. So we'll just flesh out the scripts and I mean, uh, they write themselves. We could just start shooting. Yeah. If you could just have that on my desk by Monday. And it's, oh, okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Great. All right. Perfect. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So, um, I think comedy was uh, not comedy, but live performance and related to comedy in different areas of theater were, uh, sounds like a big influence yeah. when you're growing up and just having bits with your twin brother. I mean, yeah. siblings, they're great for that, right? Having jokes like that and characters and just little things that you do and maintain over the years. Yeah. Um, so you're in high school, you're part of this improv club yeah. and that's, yeah. that's great. Um, was that something that like you joined or you started or you're just like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll do improv club. Sure. Why not? Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, obviously I, uh, I had, you know, developed a huge interest, but I was mm. still, I was pretty timid. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, with, with this club, uh, I, I felt emboldened because I could go there with my brother. Mm. Uh, and then I knew, you know, several of the members, um, and once I realized that it was just kind of structured goofing around time, I was like, okay, I can do this. I mean, this, this is great. Uh, and I, I didn't have to like audition or yeah. anything. It was very loose. Yeah. Um, it was pretty much will take anybody. Yeah. Uh, so, so that was, you know, that was fine. Uh, college was different at, you know, at Syracuse. Of course, it was, yeah. Uh, also, my brother and I went to separate schools, so I didn't ha I, that was a bit of, of an yeah. investment for me, and yeah. I kind of fell out of the whole scene mm. during college. Mm. Um, I, tr I, I, I did work on a show, um, but I was a cameraman, mm. uh, so I wasn't really involved in the, a lot of the creative stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I forget what your question was. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, no, that was a great natural transition because we were, we were going to get to college anyway. Oh, oh cool. Point. So you did improv in high school, but then you said you ended up going to separate colleges than your brother. Yeah. And I imagine like 
you probably go into the same schools your whole life. Mm-hmm. That's probably a tough transition, like you said, and yeah. kind of changes maybe what you're interested in, or you just gotta. I mean, college is about discovering yourself, right? That's yeah. a big part of the process, anyway. Um, so you go to college, and that creative side of things, well, at least the improv side of things, falls off because I know you majored in film, right? Yeah. Okay, so you were definitely still in some creative yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, yeah, we. I, I still like uh, through through my main core curriculum was doing a lot of. Uh, stuff that still served that interest. Mm. Uh, but extracurricular, like, almost wasn't there. Mm. Um, which is a shame, you know. I, 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 think, I think I just felt more comfortable with, like, a, a, a teacher and, and, and structure. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't really sure about anything beyond that. And also was uh, really focused on grades, I think, a little too much. I was a bit of a nerd. Um, nerd. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, my my brother did end up going to he transferred out of his original school and went to a place um, like about an, an hour away an hour drive mm-hmm. away from Syracuse. So eventually we did get to spend a lot more time together. And, yeah. Um, and then he uh, was able to join an improv team in, at Colgate, which is where he went. Um, That's the toothpaste, right? Yeah, exactly. Nice. Yeah, he majored in toothpaste and minored in wow. improv. I bet he knows Brooke Shields. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> So cool. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Um, yeah. Super nice lady. Uh, no, he he did that, and uh, uh, you know that's and we were able to connect again that way. But um, yeah, yeah. It, at Syracuse, it just didn't end up developing, which is yeah. you know I you know I, I think uh, uh, I, I wish I had known how much of an effect it would have had on me to mm. be to be separated. But I I do think that it it helped both of us develop into individuals now. Yeah. Um, so th- there was benefits to that, but there was definitely a growing pain. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. Less time for the fascinating man, I imagine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't quite as fascinating during those times. <sighs> That's a shame. That's a shame. <laughs> I bet he was missed. <laughs> All right. So you go to college, yeah. you study film, you graduate. Yeah. What happens after college? Where do you go? What do you do? Um, apart from, uh, so we had, a we called it, called it a summer of glory, mm. uh, where we just hung out in Baltimore. Uh, I, we worked at a bar, Patrick and I, oh, that's nice. my brother's name. Yeah. Um, and, uh, just hung out for an entire summer. That sounds great. It Post, was post-graduation. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was pretty great. And then, yeah. and then, uh, I guess around August it was like, you know, our parents were like, okay, you need to actually, yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, <laughs> finish college. <laughs> Don't know if you knew that. <laughs> This isn't like summer before another semester. Yeah, yeah. You, know, like you gotta. It's the world now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I have another brother. Uh, his name is Chris, and he uh, now lives in Seattle. But at mm. that time, he was living in LA. Mm. And I had always figured, you know, since I had just gone through the business of studying all this stuff, I should probably go to the capital of it and yeah. try working there. Should get in the spot. Uh, mm. Yeah. And it was that or New York and Patrick went to New York and mm. I figured, you know, now's the time to try LA if I want to do it. Yeah. Uh, so I drove out here with my dad and uh, that was interesting. Um, uh, just cause he, all he wanted to do was uh, he He'd like hit spots he wanted to see. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're going cross country. Yeah. 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 Um, but that, yeah, so that was fun. And then, uh, uh, so I was here, you know, 22, uh, 
ready to tackle it. Yeah. And um, I, I think, I mean, I, I'll try to not intertwine this too much with my like entertainment career pathway, but some of it is like, you know, part of it. Yeah, um, of course. Uh, I was looking for anything. Yeah. Uh, ended up working on The Bachelor. Mm. Uh, it's my first job. And um, that was super um, physical work, like, yeah. you know, as a PA. Um, the first thing, the first thing they asked me to do on that show was um, they gave me a slotted spoon and, oh, uh, <laughs> and a trash bag. And um, there's uh, around the property of the mansion, there was, there was, I don't know if it still is the case, but there were uh, uh, metal buckets filled with sand so that people could throw out their cigarettes. Jeez. Uh, so I had to go uh, to each of those buckets and scoop out like kitty all litter, the butts, all right? The butts and throw them in their trash can. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I guess that was like a way to kind of like just say, "This is who you are on the show." Yeah, like let's make sure you we're all on the same page. Yeah, you're you're and, the butt boy. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yeah, "Yeah, entertainment." You're like, "I'm working in film, baby." <laughs> Woo! <laughs> So that was uh, that's 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 a rough start. Yeah, yeah. that was intense. But so uh, yeah, I, I did like a couple of years of PA life. And, yeah, uh, it was uh, maybe too much and and not enough pay to to, to really get into improv. Yeah, um, but I was trying to do something. So um, I started working with friends of mine to make videos. Mm. Um, and so we got together and and tried to make stuff for Funny or Die and. Yeah. put stuff on YouTube. Um, and then as that was going on, I eventually was able to take um, some groundlings classes here and there. Uh, yeah. Um, which were honestly um, uh, humbling. Uh, I, w I, you know, I was intimidated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, um, yeah, I did, did my best. And I, I think, uh, after my second try at uh, basic or whatever the entry level thing is, they're like, okay, you can, you can advance. Uh, uh, but then, but then that meant spent, spending another chunk yeah. of cash. Yeah. But I was like, On level two, I don't, you know, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. just keep trying this. And so um, it's, it, it's pretty demoralizing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like we, I just, we, we kept trying to do the videos and I did, I dabbled in a little bit of stand up. Mm. Um, and then that, that kind of stuff, I think, slowed down a little bit ago because um, people were getting married. And, yeah. Um, life stuff was happening. Yeah, like, people were kind of advancing their careers. And yeah. There wasn't enough time for, yeah. for, for you know, uh, taking up a weekend. And it, yeah. is, it is like a lot of sacrifice. Well, yeah, shooting to, videos, making sketches, yeah. like all of that. It takes um, time, editing. Yeah, and, and like... And, and money and sometimes, you know, this, it's a bit of a favor economy, you know? Yeah. So if you're trying to cash in on a favor and, and the, the, the project that you guys work on together doesn't really come together in, in, in the best way, uh, then that can kind of sour some relationships. So, um, you know, I think we all, we all start to f just feel a little bit of fatigue, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, um, uh, so it, 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 we're still, we still talk all the time and, um, if there is ever any a thing that we want to try to do, maybe we'll start to flirt with the idea of doing that. Mm. Uh, but um, at a certain point, I did think, okay, uh, I need to find some sort of community alternative that can be consistent, mm. that I can afford, that you know, um, gets 
gets me out of my head, isn't, isn't too pressure filled. Um, and you know, anyway, you know what I'm getting at? Yeah, like I found, I, I feel like I found it in here. So, uh-huh. um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, um, and honestly it's been, um, uh, I, you know, I, I, hard to describe how, how beneficial I feel like yeah. it's been for me. Yeah. Um, in, a, in like a million ways, like, uh, even, even beyond, beyond any like career aspirations, uh, just generally feeling more comfortable in my own skin mm. has been, um, life changing. Yeah. So, Absolutely. um, uh, yeah, somebody said life changing or game changing, and yeah, like that, but I, I genuinely say it. I yeah, no, I, I agree. I um, you know, um, yeah, I remember listening to your episode, like you know, <laughs> when I interviewed you know, myself, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and and uh, you know, it, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard to to like kind of live in this um world of of the arts and tr- pursuing whatever level of of arts you're trying to pursue it'll, yeah. it'll kind of tear you apart i don't know if you saw the fable bins but there's a i gotta scene, watch it a scene where judd hirsch is telling young steven sammy mm. in the movie uh like you seem to love this but i you know fair warning you know it's gonna really mess you up mm. um and not that i i i not that i'm anywhere near that level. <laughs> owen steven spielberg slevin everybody no <laughs> He's here with us tonight. <laughs> Owen just, James Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. <laughs> just remember this when I say, when I, when I, yeah. yeah get to the top. Academy Awards next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, yeah, that, that was just on my mind. I'd, no. I'd seen it recently and I got to watch that movie. Um, but no, no, finding, I think a community, mm. uh, that I, you know, I, I think is genuinely, uh, supportive, um, and that knows how to, uh, not just like perform, but also be a good audience member. Yeah. Um, uh, the kind that can uh, listen and appreciate uh, everything that you are putting out on stage, mm. not just thinking about their next time they get to get up. Yeah. Um, and like provide thoughtful feedback and, you know, so yeah, you know, uh, I think I'm trailing off again. Now you're doing great. <laughs> Okay, so how did you, just like from a logistics standpoint, how did you discover IFTP? I'm always curious. Yeah, I, uh, I, it was literally, I think, just a Google search. I, yep. I, 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 I remember feeling frustrated um, that, uh, that the two that I know of, UCB and, and um, Groundlings, yeah. were just a little bit far yeah. and a little bit out of my comfort comfort price comfort yeah um and but i remember seeing a show at west side comedy theater mm-hmm. uh and i was like oh, you know what wait a second there's like there's other theaters there's more than there's yeah. more theaters there's here. more than two yeah, <laughs> yeah. like hang on yeah wait, maybe, it's like, maybe if i just could find something closer yeah then then i'll i'll feel more comfortable opening you know opening be open to that yeah. and um uh and and yeah, IFTP was I think three or four miles away from where I was living at the time. Mm-hmm. Not anymore; it's far now. Oh, but <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, in more ways than one. Yeah, Michael um, used yeah. to be on the west side. Yes, for the whole time. Now I'm in the valley, uh, which yeah. is it's a different life. <laughs> Michael, sad. 
No, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, everything, everything, <laughs> you, everything you'd want is on Ventura. It's just, uh, mm. um, I think, just a little tougher to get your friends to come visit you. Sure, sure. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So I, I, I did that, and then I uh, went to a class, and I think I was put in uh, Ben's class, uh-huh. and I stuck with Ben until all hell broke loose. Yeah, um, and. Uh, and then I, I, I just did whatever was, was on offer. I think I did an improv zoom. I did, uh, like a monologue class. Mm. I just did whatever yeah. that they were offering. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, started with Ben who's great. Um, uh, and I knew immediately I was like, Oh, thank God. Like, yeah. like this is a, a teacher that's going to be thoughtful and, and, um, supportive and, uh, I feel comfortable asking questions and, mm. and kind of pushing myself uh, in, in front of to to see where where I'm going to trip and and how they're going to respond. I think yeah. that's like a, the, the biggest thing that I yeah. feel from 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 here is that um, I feel okay tripping. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I can relate to your Grand Lakes experience. I've done some stuff there yeah. as well, and I think I understand like. You feel okay tripping here, which yeah. is important because if you're ever going to get better, you have to be able to do that. And I, I know just from my experience, right, <laughs> at Groundlings, it can be scary to trip because you feel like, oh, I did that. I'm going to fail. I'm going to have to retake this class. Yeah, yeah. And you feel like that, at least in my experience, I felt like that every week. And, you know, Groundlings works for some people. For me, it just, that, that was an added layer I didn't expect and then just yeah. during my experience, that made it tough. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if your experience was No, like no. That. I mean, I was, it was pretty similar. I think, yeah. I think I, you know, there's something to be said, too, I think, yeah. of just about the, um, the atmosphere and the, yeah. and the roster. I mean, it's hallowed halls. It's, yeah. going, there's Will Ferrell, Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig. Like, yeah. <laughs> the names that have come from there. Yeah. Just, it's, I mean, it's, it's the birth, birthplace of some of the best SNL cast members ever. Yeah. Uh, so there's a reason it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So like no matter what happens in your class, that always is going to be, yeah. you know, at the forethought, at the, you know, at, at, in your forebrain, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and, uh, so, you know, it's, there's, there's just an added layer already. Um, and like, I'm not saying, you know, who's to say, maybe I could go back and try it out, yeah. you know, see, or try other things. I don't know. I'm I'm down to do whatever. I took, yeah, I, took I took Jamie's clown class. That was super fun. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, this just felt this just felt like it, it checked off a lot of boxes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I very much understand that. I think coming in here kind of in a similar way. You know, I've done some stuff at other places, and I was trying to get back into improv and coming here. I was like, oh, this is it. I mean, besides the fact they were in person, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, this is where I want to be. This is where I want to be involved. Like it just, you know, it feels good for me. Yeah. Like, good. I'm glad you did. Yeah. yeah it's kind we, of the space I fun, need to be in. Fun scenes together. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. So you started classes late 2019, right? It's going well, 2020. Whoa. New decade pandemic. Yeah. You try and hang in there through all of that. And I know that was tough because zoom improv is rough. Yeah. We make it through, we come back in person. Um, do you think you changed as changed as an improviser at all between before the pandemic and then coming back to in-person classes? 
kind of an easier pandemic era? Um, yeah, I, I, I think um, I, I'm, I'm hard pressed to, to come up with like specific ways. Tell me three ways. Right <laughs> no. I, I think I, like everyone, was just desperate yeah. to, to be in a, a social situation, especially one that, that feels like structured and has a common goal. And, mm. you know, you're working towards something that isn't just work. Like yeah. you're just, you're, you're being creative and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and I, I think I was just, I was way more eager. Mm. Uh, I, I think uh, beforehand, uh, I, I honestly was, was still so kind of timid uh, that it was a fight every time to go to class, even though mm. I, I, I just extolled all the, the benefits yeah. and, and how loved and supported I felt um, coming to each class. The, the, I think the, the anxiety was still so um, in my body that mm. um, uh, come class time, I would feel uh, uh, like too nervous to go. Mm. Um, and, uh, and that was still the case, I think, for even after the pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think only recently did I start to feel okay. I, I think I'm a little more relaxed now. Yeah, but, um, uh, yeah. I, I, um, but in general, I think I I got I grew more eager, um, a little bit more. Um, I think just generally focused. Mm. Uh, I think that that did everything. To, everybody that did. Uh, the pandemic did that to everybody. Yeah, yeah. It kind of like made you zero in on what what it was. Oh, I questioned my whole life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure how else. Oh, I think that's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We'll stick with it. All right. <laughs> so I know uh, in your time here at IFTP, you've done a number of shows. Uh, we've done a number of scenes, a number of classes together. What do you think? is the main difference or some of the main differences between doing improv in a classroom setting versus a show setting? Uh, good question. Um, I think, uh, in class, I, I, at least for me, I, I feel, uh, everything is slower. Mm. Um, and I, feel more inclined to maybe take a risk. Uh, and, uh, and I think you can be a little bit more esoteric, mm. um, and quieter, yeah. obviously. Uh, and then in a show, obviously it's like, you know, amped up in all of those categories, but, but, um, specifically just to kind of, uh, elaborate on them. Uh, I, I've, I, I don't have any time to think. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, damn it, yeah. show. Yeah, uh, just keep rolling. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm just, okay. Um, at, the nerves are way higher, like way, way, way higher. Um, and, uh, but it's like it, it, get a good version of them that, uh, you know, it's adrenaline. It's just, yeah. it's just adrenaline. Yeah. And, it's a rush. Yeah. And uh, the... Um, I guess the ideas uh, just you feel uh, you just feel you know obvious obvious pressure to 
uh, make use of the ideas and situations that happen. Mm. Uh, Cause you don't get to take a break and uh, discuss like, and kind of reset and, and take a breath and, yeah. and then be like, okay, your new suggestion is pineapple. Um, <laughs> you know, you have to keep working with what, yeah. what's there and, and yeah. make something out of it, which I think, um, you know, is like, you know, going into the deep end uh, mm. a little bit. It, it makes you feel um, like a little bit like, oh, okay. Oh, I can actually make it out here. I can, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and you know, it's not, you're not really that in, in, in any danger. You know? mm. um, uh, but it, it just feels, I guess, higher stakes. Yeah. Um, this past show that I, that I was, that I was in, um, it felt, I, I think I was talking about this with Gavin. It felt like the first time that, uh, I wasn't as amped up. Mm. Um, like the first show, I, I remember my pinkies went up. <laughs> I, was like, oh. I was like, should I tell somebody about yeah. this? <laughs> hey, just a quick, quick poll of the room. How's everyone's pinkies tonight? <laughs> Are your pinkies numb? Are your pinkies numb? <laughs> Let's go. Sorry, pinky promise real quick. <laughs> um, you know, and, and felt like I was going to pass out, but yeah. you know, we did it. We did it and you didn't, you, you made it, you're here. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, that's a win. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Maybe that's I, it. I, I, I guess, I guess. I mean, you, you've done a bunch now. Yeah. Um, do you agree? I do. I definitely about the speed thing, I think too, because with yeah. the show, it's just, it's rapid fire. And like, whether you're doing like, you're playing some short form games or even doing clap-ins. You're just like, like yeah. always firing, always firing, especially with clap-ins. I think it's, it's very fast. And even when you try and slow them down, they're still fast. Yeah. <laughs> like That's just how it goes. And I think class, I mean, the point of class is to prepare you for those situations when things are moving at a, at a quicker pace. And it's, you know, with the energy of the room, the energy of the audience, you know, there's, there's something different about it. And I, I like both environments yeah. for different reasons. Of yeah, course. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I mean, classes. You feel comfortable. Like I want to suck when I'm in class sometimes because I want to get it out. <laughs> you know, be like, <laughs> it's gonna happen at some point. Like, yeah, you're you just know, gonna, yeah, yeah, get it out of your system. Mm-hmm. And then in a show, you just you just hope it's all hits. You know, like you come out, you do a great scene, support your partner. It's not always, but even if something goes wrong in a show, stick with it, and then going to turn into something fun anyway yeah yeah exactly yeah Yeah. i i i think well you know class is class you you're learning things yeah um but you also get the chance to unlearn some things um you know you get the chance to and and we do this you know before shows like warm up and stuff but there's there's i don't know there's more it's more meditative in class like you get to shed this persona of life that you adopt when you mm. go to work and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And, um, and the, I think you, you were just more methodical about shedding yourself of all that. Yeah. You um, take a moment before class begins. Yeah. And then showtime is, you know, yeah, you know, it's the stage <laughs> lights go. It's uh, yeah. yeah. Um, the theater, the theater, uh, and the, yeah, it's that, that pace. But I think I, think, and I, I hope to get to this point, the, the really astute 
improvisers mm. um, can notice when the pace is going, I think maybe a little too breakneck. Yeah. Um, and they're able to pace things down in mm. a show um, and let the audience, you know, they just they have an understanding. I, I don't know if I'm there yet, but um, have an understanding of where the audience might be at. Yeah. And try to so, meet, meet them where they're tired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so that you can build up, you know, build up again or build in a different direction or, or, or just, you know, take your time with this one detail so that we get it right. And then we can lay another brick on top of it, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Uh, that's a good observation though. I think, yeah, yeah it's like bricks over there. So, Oh, true. Those are definitely real. <laughs> yeah. Just off camera. We have a very real exposed brick wall, <laughs> not to brag again, very real. Yeah. yeah. I just want to touch it. Yeah. How real it looks. Yeah. I can't put it on camera because it's so real <laughs> that I, I don't want the audience to feel bad. <laughs> yeah. But uh, thank you for noticing that. Um, all right, Owen, I got a couple more questions for you and then we're going to get into some games. Cool. Uh, so this next question it's a doozy. What do you think has been the impact of um, improv on your life? Uh, immediately, the, the immediate impact for me, um, I found in, in my work life, uh, which was uh, the, the idea that you're supposed to use everything, right? I mm. think um, Matt in class says it's the depression, yeah. you know, use, use it. <laughs> um, and this, it doesn't, it's not a direct comparison. You know, I, in, in my job, I wouldn't literally use every idea yeah. in, a, in a show, but um, a show idea, like a concept I'm trying to write up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, uh, uh, I, you, you encounter writer's block mm. um, all the time, right? You know, blank page yeah, is really absolutely. scary. Um, just that cursor blinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, okay, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah. This show is about, and like, so uh, I have felt less fear uh, uh, since of the blank page since, mm. since doing improv. Cause I just go, okay, we'll just get something out yeah. and it's, and then we'll work with it. Like yeah. it doesn't, like it doesn't matter, matter what it is. Uh, and, and, Great scenes can come of that, and sure, sure enough, great material can come of that elsewhere. Mm. Um, mm. You, if you just get something started, uh, no fear, you'll and maybe you will use it. Like you could, yeah. you know, end up using. And I feel like I have. I can't think of any specific examples at the moment. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so that's like been an immediate impact. I think uh, elsewhere. I have felt more comfortable in social situations, just talking about mm. my myself. Yeah. Um, opening up. Yeah. Opening up. I, I think uh, uh, I, I typically would, would, would try to make a joke or whatever it is, but yeah. it would just, I would just, you know, buy my time, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, and, and like look for an opening and then try to hit it. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then they'd either take it or wouldn't. And then if it wouldn't take, I'd be like, well, well I'm out of this social circle. Never speaking again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I've never, yeah. never, yes. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, it, and I would be so, I, I try to hedge my bets so much. Like I would say it under my breath to one person yeah. that I would think would maybe think the joke was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've been in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I've done that. Uh, yeah. 
Um, no, not that I'm uh, now like a full-on extrovert, yeah. but uh, I just feel more comfortable. Yeah. And um, I think just in terms of, I guess it's the same principle as I was saying before, this last one, just generating ideas. Mm. Um, you know, the blank page is one thing, but also um, in life you need to just generate ideas for what you're going to do on the weekend or yeah. what all the time. Yeah, yeah. All the time for, for any reason. Yeah. Um, and, uh, a new way to say something, uh, um, you know, ideas for you and your partner to, uh, spend your time together, whatever yeah. it is. Um, I think having just that access to, I guess, gray space, um, is, is really a, a really nice tool. It's huge. Yeah. 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 Um, what else? I feel like in a lot of different ways, it's, it's really helped. Um, you know, I think it's improved my relationships um, in the sense that uh, if, I guess if you're just more open and, and you're also providing ideas without too much ego behind them, uh, that is, I think, foundational to a good partnership. Yes. Uh, and uh, a lot of problem solving ha- occurs with that. Mm. Uh, and so I think that it, that is all, like I said, foundational to a good yeah. relationship. So, yeah, you know, it all kind of comes with it. Yeah. 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 Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah. Providing ideas without ego. Mm. Mm. <laughs> good. <laughs> I, uh, I happen to like that idea a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it was pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming forth with no ego at all. Yeah. <laughs> zero ego. Instead of an O in the word ego, it's a zero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I appreciate that, Owen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My last question for you, Owen. Thinking about your improv journey thus far, where you've been, where are you going? Where are you headed? What's next for Owen Slevin in your improv journey? Is it, you know, do you have any goals you're looking to accomplish here in the year 2023 and beyond? Um... Great question. I, and I knew it was coming. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, uh, this is an original question. I've never asked it on the show before. Uh, I, I, you know, and I've thought about this. I, yeah. I, I think I need to maybe commit a little bit more time to writing down something specific. Mm. Um, but for me in general, uh, do more shows. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'll be able to go to camp this year mm. and I wasn't able to go last year. Um, cause it was on my honeymoon. Um, yeah, and this time probably a good time not to go. Yeah. 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 Uh, and this time if, if IFT peers don't know, um, I am expecting a baby in September. <gasps> my, oh, my wife and I are expecting a baby. Oh my gosh. Owen's pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, congratulations. That's yeah. amazing. Thank you. Wow, you just dropped that on a podcast. I did. That's we're gonna get clicks. That's clickbait <laughs> right there. Improv for the podcast, episode twenty six, seven, seven. Uh Owen baby question mark. Then people will be like, Does that mean Owen's acting like a baby? Does that mean he's having what a baby? What does it mean? Yeah, does that mean he brought a baby with him? Yeah. People are going to have to find out. Yeah. It's like bigger than Rihanna's Super Bowl. Oh, really. way bigger. <laughs> yeah. She, she did what? A 10 minute show pregnant. 
you're doing an hour plus podcast with a pregnant wife. Yeah, exactly. That's it's brave. Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. But anyway, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah well, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Baby boy coming Ooh. in September, and oh, uh, you so might be busy. I might be busy in October. But well, yeah, he might like improv camp too. Yeah, um, he might. Yeah, yeah. Babies love camp, especially like brand new ones. Yeah, they love nature. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they do love water, and I hear that there was um, a, a water issue. Uh, there was. Oh, I guess babies don't. Love water. But that was last <laughs> I don't know year. What I'm talking about. Us, yeah, babies. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think they have milk instead. Yeah, they're more like milk, like smashed up peas, <laughs> kind of stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, camp uh, is on the list. Sketch class is on the list. So whenever that comes to be. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah. Who are we waiting on for that? Uh, <laughs> it's me. Uh, um, I know. But beyond like, beyond that, I guess, um, uh, I, I would like to try to, f- I guess a goal would be to figure out like what it is that I think would make me a, a better improviser. I, I, yeah. I, I often confuse myself in class. I'm like, oh, I'm good at that. And then the next class will happen. And I'm like, I don't think I'm good at that. You're like, wait a second. <laughs> I've definitely done that before. Like, mm, oh, I know this. I do not. No, yeah. no, I don't know that. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess it's just figuring out, figuring out what my strengths and weaknesses yeah, are. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And and knowing that that is always going to be dynamic, I think, is yeah. part of it. Um, Self-reflection is a huge tool. Yeah. Um, it's been a journey of that. Hmm. Uh you know, going to going to classes where where I feel like I didn't, you know, where I didn't feel like it really went all that well, and mm-hmm. and being like, well, I quit. Yeah, uh, driving and, home in the car, like, well, I guess I'm done with improv. Yeah, yeah, a lot of free time. And then yeah, and then uh, and then having a good class, you're like, well, I'm awesome. All right, just waiting for that phone call or email. <laughs> um, someone should be reaching out soon. <laughs> yeah, but I I mean uh, maybe maybe a team. I don't know if that is a uh, a, um, a very sought after movement within mm. this community. But if there is one, um, you know, I think that's something that would be, would be fun to do. Mm. Um, what else? I think that's about it. Honestly, yeah. you know, I, I, maybe there's something else in the future, Yeah. but um, I just, I, I, I like where I'm at at the moment. Yeah. And, uh, and, and if there's just anything that is offered through here or elsewhere that I think would make me a better improviser, then I would definitely be interested in doing it. I like that. Just be open to it. Yeah. Now, will how soon till your son starts classes? <laughs> uh, it's, his due date is September 14th. Okay. So he'll so, have to wait till October. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a bummer. <laughs> That's uh, kind of a waste of a couple of weeks, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he can audit or drop in. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's up to him really. Yeah. So I mean I'll 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 leave him with you. Okay. And then yeah. he'll decide. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> um, thank you so much for sharing that, Owen. And congratulations again. Thank you. That's Thanks. that's really exciting. Yeah. Like, oh man, because I know you got married last year. I did. In so June. June. I did. Yeah, we both got married in twenty twenty two. Boom, 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 boom. Very nice. But Ring. 
no baby yet. Um, waiting. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> hi, babe. Uh, <laughs> anyway, all right. You ready to do some improv? Sure. All right, let's make your future son proud. Yes. Here we go. So we have three games we're going to be playing tonight, Owen, and these are these are going to be some games that we're going to play. <laughs> that was an awful description. Uh, so I have a question for you. Do you have anything in, in your life, Owen, that you would describe yourself as uh, something you're addicted to? Like, I'm addicted to blank. Hmm. Uh, I, I don't want to say video games, but mm. I guess that, you know, I'm kind of hooked. All right. Video games. Yeah. Going with that. All right, Owen. So we're going to be playing a game called... My Strange Addiction, loosely based off the reality show, which I've never seen, but I did read the Wikipedia article for. Uh, <laughs> you are going to be addicted to video games, and we're going to explore what that looks like. Okay. And uh, I'll, I'll black us out when we're done. Cool. Welcome to My Strange Addiction. We're here with this uh, individual uh, who claims... That they are addicted to video games. I'm sorry, uh, I didn't catch your name. Trevor. Trevor. You got a last name, Trevor? Wilkesbury. Trevor Wilkesbury. Um, so you were submitted to the show by your girlfriend. She said, you've got to come meet Trevor. Trevor Wilkesbury. Uh, my boyfriend, he is addicted to video games. And why do you think your girlfriend would say that? <sighs> Well, she thinks that I spend too much time playing these games. Yeah. Where I, whereas I have calculated how much time I'm playing on these games. And actually, the ratio between the games and the time I spend with her is almost two to one. Almost so two to one. It's like, it's not a bad ratio, I don't think. And two to one on her, right? No, no, two to one on, on, on video games, mostly Candy Crush. Candy Crush. Okay, yeah. so you're more of a mobile gamer. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, sorry. I, I, you are holding well, a phone in your hand. Yeah. Was that? That was a stupid question. I'm sorry. Um. So you spend two to one the amount of time playing video games as you do with her with your girlfriend. Now, let's say you're playing Candy Crush. Do you? Is it all right if your girlfriend sits next to you? Maybe watches you? No, it's not good for the strategy. Mm. Yeah. Um. And uh, at, 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 at a moment's notice, I might need to, to take a, br a breath. I might need to massage my hand. It, actually, it would be good if she, this might be a new thing. I might have her, have her stick with me mm. so that she could do a quick massage if I need to get rid of a hand cramp. If you tighten up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for the most part, uh, I need focus. So if she uh, stays by, uh, gives me hand massages, but does not interact with me. Otherwise, that would be great. Okay. Um, so, so yeah. yeah. When, when did this addiction start for you, Trevor? When did you get into video games? I was on the toilet mm. at work. We've all been there. And I uh, uh, came across an Instagram ad. Mm. Uh, and the ad... Uh, 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 promised uh, a magical journey mm. through a land, and well, I thought I I must I must try yeah. I must do this, and I don't want to go back to work, so I bought the game, mm. and I stayed on that toilet for quite a while. 
Yes, sounds like it. Because you were on a magical journey. I couldn't stop. Yes, absolutely. The colors. The colors. I've, I've seen. Quite vivid. Yes. Yes. When you... There's one where you... You... It's like a disco ball. A disco ball. Yeah, you combine them and it just ruins or crushes all the candy. Of course. It crushes the candy. So, yeah. Wow. That's how I discovered that's, it. That's an incredible origin story. Um, Trevor, would you describe yourself? Do you identify as a gamer? I don't like the term. Hmm. I don't like the term. Hmm. I, uh, I believe I'm solving puzzles. Hmm. Uh, for what? I don't know. But it's for something. But it, it is for something. You are solving them. I'm, I'm quite good at that. Now. At, at solving these puzzles. We, uh, we reached out to. I'm a problem solver. You are a problem solver. A puzzle problem solver. Mm. We reached out to um, the developers of Candy Crush. And mm. they said that you are far and away the number one ranked Candy Crush player in the world. Really? Really. Really. Well, they, this is great news. They said no one spends nearly as much time as you do crushing candy. Amazing. And my, my question to you would be... Wait, wait, wait. What did they say? Did, they, did I win something? Just, you've got a lot of fans over there at the, at the game developer's office. At, uh, King Interactive. They're big fans of yours. But I, I, maybe, and maybe I'll, I'll get a, a trophy? Maybe. Okay. All right. Maybe. Okay. Nah, we'll see. I might have to reach back out and ask some follow-up questions. Yeah, I, I would love to hear. Yes. I, but your girlfriend wanted us to ask you. Yes. If you were to cut back on your Candy Crush time, say make, the ratio was two to one before. Mm-hmm. Say, what if you made it 1.5 to one? Mm. Is that something you'd be willing to do for her? Mm. If you were able to maintain your top status in the uh, leaderboards. Candy Crush. I suppose if we can negotiate between 2 to 1 and 1.5 to 1, that might be something that I'd be open to. Is this something that she's actually asking, though? Yes. Oh. (laughs) It is. She's just been... Afraid to ask you because she didn't want to ruin your focus. Is that why I'm on this show? Trevor Wilkesbury, you have a problem. <laughs> what? Blackout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I quite like Trevor Wilkesbury. <laughs> I, I would watch him. What? What is? Uh, it's a weird type of gamer, but yeah, I know. I, I liked it though. Like specifically, Kenny, like a mobile game too. It's just like in in my opinion, like the worst kind yeah, of game. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> very good. Very good. Um, I've never seen that show, but I, I have like a general idea of what it's about. Yeah. It's just, it's just like yeah. people who are like, they eat toilet paper all the time. Yeah. Like, stuff but, like that. I read, I read about this poor woman who eats drywall. Oh, I, and they're like, stop. Yeah, and yeah. She's like, I can't. You're like, what yeah. do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's brilliant television. Yeah. I, I don't know how, how do that happens to that? folks. Yeah. Someone, there was someone who drinks nail polish. That's insane. Again, I just read the Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> I learned a lot. Yeah. I, you should tune in. Yeah. Maybe I should check it out. I mean, maybe. I don't yeah. know. You know, you don't want to get addicted. Yeah, true. My Strange Addiction? My Strange Addiction. <laughs> what is it? My, My Strange, strange addiction. addiction. You don't understand. 
that could happen. This could be a, a, a gateway to something nefarious. Yes. Uh, keep my eye out. All right. Uh, for this next game, um, now I'm going to preface this with this could either be really great or really stupid. I don't know how it's going to go. Oh, perfect. Because I made this one up entirely. <laughs> um, it's not like... All right, this game is called Raise the Stakes, and I mean the word stakes in both meanings. Here's why. What is a high stakes? Well, we're going to play out a high stakes situation that takes place in a steak restaurant, and that's all we're going to get as a prompt. A high stakes steak restaurant situation. This game is called Raise the Stakes. I'll black out when I think we're done. Josiah. Yes, Christopher. We need to stack the stakes higher. Higher? Higher. Higher, Josiah. We need to beat uh, uh, stakes anonymous down the street. Look. They have high high stacks. You're Christopher of Chris's Steaks. Yes. This is your restaurant. Correct. But I feel as though just these business decisions you've been making lately, you've lost your touch. What are you talking about? You're trying to make us treat pa- treat steaks like pancakes, Christopher. Yeah. Isn't that fun? It's People dis- love high stacks of pancakes. It's disgusting is what it is. You don't, you, when you think of high stacks of steak, all juicy and bloody, stacked right on top of one another, and you have to take a giant pitchfork to, to stake them down, and then a big old supersized steak knife to cut through each layer of steak, and then when you chew on it, you just almost break your jaw. You don't think that's appealing to customers? I I suppose there could be an, a, a niche group of customers who might be interested, but the cost alone, think of the overhead. If you start serving customers, you know, a five stack of filet mignons, how are we as a business able to price it in a way that's, I, it just doesn't make sense. Look, it's not going to make sense on paper. Okay. That's an important place for it to make sense, but go on. Sure, sure, sure. But think about it on the billboard. Okay. Steaks Anonymous has that billboard down the street. Paint a picture for me. Take a look at it. Sell it to me, Chris. Well, I don't want to sell too much of Steaks Anonymous because they are competitors. Right. I will say they have a good billboard. It's nice and high. It's right up there. Mm. The the steaks that they stack on their billboard blot out the sun. Mm. They're so high. Juicy. That is true. Rare. Very rare. Bloody rare. (sighs) And then right next to it, you see a big old, you know who they also like? They're like a big old tall boy right next to it. Oh. That's right. And they got this billboard that screams out, we'll serve you some food and a lot of it. Oh, I like that. Stacked like a pancake. Oh. Pancake have, steaks. You have my attention. What if we did this? What if we stacked steak, pancake, steak, pancake. Oh, my goodness. Steak, pancake, steak, pancake, steak, pancake. It sops up the blood. Blackout. It's going to lose. That was so good. You, you, 
Are you thinking about a career change at all? <laughs> like in your real life? Oh, in my real life? Yeah. Um, to the steak business. <laughs> like, think about the legacy you could yeah, leave your I, son. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah. I, I mean, Texas Roadhouse does, does great business. Uh, that's true. I mean, they're killer. What a... I kept wanting to say that in the scene. I was like, you give them a run for their money. Steaks Anonymous. Steak Stack. <laughs> yeah, I like the Steaks Anonymous. I'd go there. That That's kind of a mysterious yeah, name, like which what, I think is good for a restaurant. Yeah. You know? I mean, every steakhouse is is someone's name. Like, yeah. You know, Ruth, Fleming's, uh, Fleming's, Morton's, Ruth Chris. Yeah. Steaks Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> so who do these steaks belong to? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know who the guy is. Yeah. But he does a great job with them. Yeah. He doesn't want to be known. Mm. Yeah. Which is... Maybe better because then it speaks ideas without ego. It's Jimmy Dean. Oh, yeah. That's oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He's got his hands in everything, doesn't he? Uh, fantastic. I fantastic. Did, yeah. yeah, thanks. All right. We've got one more game we're going to be playing tonight, Owen. Uh, in this game, how's your alphabet? It's great. Okay, good. Um, how's your spelling? It's mediocre. Mediocre. Great. Well, this game is right up your alley then. So in this game, uh, we're just going to play a simple scene. I'll give us a one word suggestion of um, a relationship. And our challenge in this game is that we need to spell at least one word in every line that we have. Oh my God. We just have to spell a word. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this game is called Spelling Bee. Okay. I, wait, wait. So, okay. So you, you say a line and it doesn't start. We're not playing alphabet. Are we? No. Or, so it's okay. like Cornelius D-A-M-M-I-T. You need to pick up those pieces of poop on the lawn. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Any word in the line, it's just kind of as it comes. Uh, now, granted, I it took me about 30 minutes to get over here tonight. It's just because of the rain and... Uh, this is what I thought of in the car. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, the last game and then this one. So, perfect. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, this is what we're gonna do. Okay. Uh, any questions for me, or just jump in? No, just jump in. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, a uh, prompt for our relationship is that uh, we're gonna be cousins. All right. We're cousins. All right. And I'll black us out when we're done. Yeah, I like my B-E-E-R in a plastic cup rather than in the bottle. Mm. Jeff, I think you are C-O-R-R-E-C-T about that choice of yours. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that, Daniel. Y-O-U-R... Honestly, the only cousin I feel like I still talk to anymore. Yes. Yeah. I guess it must have been since that uh, V-O-L-C-A-N-O accident (laughs) (laughs) that uh, we last spoke. That was tragic. Yeah. And I know... um, that you really went through it with that one. So I'm happy to uh, provide my space for you. Uh, and uh, you can drink as much B-E-E-R, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> B-E-E-R mm. uh, as you want in a plastic cup. Mm. I think that was what you said, right? Plastic cup, yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you, D-A-N-I-E-L. I know that 
at the last family re- reunion, that volcano, E R R U P T E D, and <laughs> half our family was W I P E D out. Mm. And, you know, we lost a lot of good ones. Your folks, mm-hmm. my folks, several of our, you know, first and second cousins. So I'm glad that we're still keeping up the tradition of a reunion but in a safer um, A-R-E-A. Mm, indeed, indeed. And that actually um, it reminds me of this. There's a special H-E-I-R-L-O-O-M that I have for you, passed down from your parents that perished, uh, I think. <laughs> they too. Uh, yep. And it's a... Uh, well, I have it right here, and uh, it's a, it's right here in this bag that I'm going to open up shortly, and uh, it is a T E L E S C O P E. Of course, it's a T E L E S C C O P E. This is an incredible H E I R L O O M. This T E L E S C O P E has been in our family for many generations. I, I thought it was lost, you know, after the V O L C A N O. I know. Daniel. You know that uh, you remember when your parents showed you H-A-L-E-Y-S, apostrophe S, space, C-O-M-E-T, on I, that telescope, that very old, that very old T-E-L-E-S-C-O-P-E. Y-E-S, I do remember <laughs> T-H-A-N-K space Y-O-U. You are W-L-E-W-E-L-C-O-M-E. I space L-O-V-E space U. D-I-T-T-O. Blackout. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was so stupid, but it's so fun. That was fun. It just like, reached a point where it, the volcano, when you spelled that, I was like, oh, it's, uh, I'm losing it now. And then, oh, telescope. I forgot that word. So thank you for helping me. <laughs> I was like, wait, did I say, I think I, I, maybe I missed the P. I don't think you did. Time. I think I just got, I, it's like you get lost when the other person's spelling it because you're trying to piece it together as yes. they go. So I'm like, yeah, T-E-L-E-A. Yeah. And then I was like, phone. And then you were like, scope. And yeah. I was like, ah. Well, sure, yeah. There, And then I think there are, are words that when you spell them out, you're like, what? Yeah. Like, it doesn't sound anything like... Yeah, the, heirloom. Like, yeah. Oh, that's a, That was a great choice. That was a great choice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Owen, thank you so much for yeah. uh, playing those games with me. Thank you for being my guinea pig tonight for a couple yeah, of those. Of course. Getting real creative with it. Um, but before we conclude tonight's episode, are there any last words you want to leave us with on improv, on having a son, on uh, Baltimore sports, on a Lamar Jackson contract negotiations? Oh, God. Uh, just pay him. Just pay the man. Pay the man. 
John Harbaugh, uh, Ozzie Newsom, pay the man. Yeah, but don't pay him too much. <laughs> yeah, leave some cap space, please. Yeah, um, and what else? I don't know. Um, um, maybe uh, I think I think there's been times where you have, you know, what's the advice to somebody that wanted to try yeah. try improv? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I'm going to go reverse psychology. Whoa, don't do it. I'm kidding. Ah, you GOT me there. No. <laughs> Don't let me. Uh, uh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't think of a. I, I, was, I wanted to try to pick like really long words to say. Oh, yeah. Out. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And be R I D C. No, R I D I C O U L E S. No, I, that's I, wrong. I, well, I know what word you were spelling, so that's it's the last one on that one. Those like O U S words are tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, spelling them out is yeah. Um, that is that you should do that again. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I want to try it more now because it is like definitely something more more audio driven. You know. Yeah. Because like, yeah. like piecing together the word. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There was a, I think a scene in the Fable means. No, no, I might be wrong. When they spell, when they're trying to spell out words, yeah, 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 they do. They spell out words in the very first scene. Wow, I don't. I feel like I just. <laughs> yeah. So you, Steven Spielberg was inspired by this podcast yeah, to yeah. write that scene. Yeah. yeah, and then put it in a movie that already came out. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of well. That's his. That's you know just how good he is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Owen Steven Spielberg slept. <laughs> that's the final words. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Um, no, uh, yeah. Thank you for having me. This has yeah, been awesome. Absolutely. A lot of fun. And I think you're doing a great job and, um, thank I can't you. wait to see what else you do with this. Thank you. Well, thank you again to Owen Slavin for coming on the podcast tonight and talking everything from Lamar Jackson to, uh, spelling words. <laughs> um, as always, uh, you can find improv for the podcast, uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts or check us out on YouTube to see the videos. Uh, we'd love to hear from you if you ever want to leave us a review or a comment and, uh, until the next episode, we'll see you then. Improv for the podcast was created by Matt Moore and Michael Lee Evans. Edited and produced by Michael Lee Evans. And finally, presented by Improv for the People. Interested in more IFTP? You can visit us at improvforthepeople.com or on our socials, such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Remember, new episodes are released weekly. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.